Thank you for listening to my podcast. If you like what you hear, please consider supporting the parish. You can do so by a link on this podcast, the listener support link, or go to olphcg.net forward slash donate. Anything you give will go to support the parish of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, Cottage Grove, Oregon. May God reward you and thank you. Our Lord reminds us today about this great uh, commandment to love, but also that he has called us his friends because he has made known to us um, his message. He He has made known to us everything that he has heard from the Father. And he has chosen us to go and be heralds of this gospel, to be so taken over by this gospel that we, it is something we cannot resist but uh, communicate, to, communicate it to others. I chose you, Jesus says of us, and appointed you to go and bear fruit that will remain. He has sent us. He has called us. He has chosen each one of us to bear this fruit. If the gospel has so overwhelmed us that it consumes us, we will be impelled to, to share it with others. We have a, a, a story there about the gospel taking over and consuming a family, the household of Cornelius, to which Peter had been sent to communicate to them the, the gospel, a Gentile family. And on hearing the word, we, we are told that the Holy Spirit descended upon that family, upon that household, and they began to speak in tongues and to glorify God. And the, the, the uh, convert Jews to Christianity, in other words, those who, who, who were Jews and so had been circumcised and converted to Christianity, couldn't believe that the Holy Spirit would be poured out upon those who were not circumcised. And yet there it was, the Holy Spirit being poured out, being poured into this family such that uh, baptism could, could not be denied them. And that Holy Spirit has been poured out upon us if we would open our hearts and allow him to really penetrate. It was poured, he was poured into our hearts, first of all, when we were baptized. And then that pouring into our hearts of the Holy Spirit was confirmed and strengthened in the sacrament of confirmation. And it's through that sacrament particularly that we are called to go forth to bear fruit, to make known to others all those things that Jesus heard from the Father and has made known to us. That's what we're called forth to, to, uh, to communicate to others. One upon whom the Holy Spirit descended in a particular way and was poured out upon in a particular way is our Blessed Lady, whom we remember especially during this month of May. And happily... Here in the United States, Mother's Day falls in the month of May, the second Sunday of May. It's not a liturgical commemoration, so it could be a different Sunday of the liturgical year every year. It happens to be the sixth Sunday of Easter uh, this, this year. Last year, 
Uh, I think it was the fifth Sunday of Easter. Could be a very different Sunday from year to year. And on this uh, Mother's Day, we do give thanks to God for our mothers and we pray for them. Um, particularly if they have died, we, we, we pray for them. And, but we, we, we think we can think also of the motherhood of Mary, uh, through whom we received our Lord Jesus Christ, who in turn communicated to us all those secrets of the Father so that we might communicate them to the world. All grace that we receive comes through Mary. One of the traditional titles accorded to Our Lady is the Mediatrix of All Graces. It's not been solemnly defined, and yet there's a tradition that she is honored in this way. In fact, in the former Missal of 1962, there is a mass um, entitled uh, a Mass of Mary, Mediatrix of All Graces. It would have been celebrated yesterday, in fact, one of the days when, when uh, the feast of that title uh, falls. If we think of Mary's visitation to Elizabeth, she was uh, just recently become expectant with the child Jesus, just after the Annunciation, and her cousin Elizabeth was already six months into her pregnancy with John the Baptist. When Mary visited Elizabeth, what happened to Elizabeth? She was filled with the Holy Spirit, an outpouring of the Holy Spirit upon Elizabeth, and the child in her womb leapt for joy uh, and was sanctified at that moment in her womb because Mary had come with her unborn son within her and grace was communicated to Elizabeth and to the unborn John the Baptist, who was sanctified at that moment, such that the church tradition tells us that John was born without original sin, not conceived without original sin, but born with, uh, with original sin, having been obliterated, if you like, cleansed by that sanctification uh, of the Holy Spirit, uh, even in his mother's womb. Mary brings our Lord. Mary brings grace. If God's plan was that we should receive our Savior through Mary. His plan, plan continues to be that we receive all the graces of salvation through Mary now. And we can confirm this with the testimony uh, of many of the saints. That, uh, for example, um, uh, Jesus, with Jesus Christ, Mary is the source and flowing fountain of all graces. St. Bernard affirms that our Lord has deposited the plenitude of every grace in Mary, that we may thus know that if we possess hope, grace, or anything salutary, that it is from her that it came. And of this we are also assured by Mary herself, saying, in me is all grace of the way and of the truth. These are words of Ecclesiastes, Ecclesiasticus applied to Mary. In me are all the graces of real blessings that you men can desire in life, Yes, sweet mother and our hope, we know full well, says St. Peter Damien, that all the treasures of divine mercies are in thy hands. Before St. Peter Damien, St. Ildefonsus asserted the same thing in even stronger terms when speaking to the Blessed Virgin, he said, O lady, all the graces that God has decreed for men, he has determined to grant through thy hands. And therefore to thee has he committed all the treasures and ornaments of grace. So that, O Mary, concludes St. Germanus, no grace is dispensed to anyone otherwise than through thy hands. 
There is no one saved but by thee, no one who receives the gift of God but through thee. Now, in no way does this contradict the scriptural teaching and the teaching of the church that salvation comes through our Lord and that he is the one mediator uh, between God and man. And yet our Lord chooses Mary to be an instrument of his mediation, to be a mediatrix, just as he chooses us to be co-redeemers as well. So in this month of May particularly, let's turn to Our Lady and ask her to communicate to us more abundantly all the graces the Lord wishes to give to us, particularly at this moment an outpouring of the Holy Spirit as I uh, address um, uh, the, the financial situation of the parish with you, um, particularly as it relates to uh, our mission church um, at uh, Cresswell, St. Philip Benizi. So I have a few graphs to share with you, and um, which I will just walk you through. So here we have, um, I know there might be people watching online, they can't see these graphs, but I'll, uh, I'll put them online at some point. Um, but I hope they get the message. So on the top here, we have total cash and investments that OLPH has in the bank, as it were. All right, so this community here has, at the, this is figure at December 2020, um, just over $720,000 in savings and investments. Now, what happens is that uh, anything above a certain amount that we have in, in the bank, we send to the archdiocese and they invest it um, on the market. So the level of that will vary with the market and sometimes during the year the finance council gets a bit of a sinking feeling. <sighs> What's happened to it, you know? Then it bounces up again, okay? So that, that's where we were at December 2020, thanks to your generosity that we're, we build it up. So it's gone up partly because of your donations, but partly because of um, the market. St. Philip Benizi, on the other hand, their cash and investments have been declining. Um, so at the end of 2020, they had just over $23,000 in savings uh, and investments. We have here below the total the offer, offertory re revenue of OLPH. This is just a six-month value to December 2020. Our financial year ends in June every year, so that all the figures are, are June. So you can see here in 2018, 19, 20, offertory incre uh, inc um, steadily increased. We're looking for, we're, we're, we're thinking we might aim at 150,000 or so this year. So a bit something less, it could be because of COVID could be other reasons as well. Um, also one factor here is that people are giving to special funds. What I'm finding is that uh, they, I think people might be a little bit reluctant to give to the offertory because um, they know we, we have to send some of it elsewhere uh, and we, we have a duty to support um, you know, the archdiocese in its efforts. Um, but people do give to specific funds. When I arrived home uh, yes, uh, on Friday, uh, I found a, another $5,000 check towards the uh, altar rails. So, you know, people, people give when they, when they know uh, what, what to give, what, what the money's going for. Um, offertory income at uh, St. Philip Benizi, as you know, hovers around 35,000, and we might be looking at just over 31,000 this year. 
personnel costs, obviously significant cost. Uh, that's me and uh, two staff, or three, the maintenance as well, um, as percentage of offertory. So in old, old PH, the personnel costs uh, are now running at around 80, uh, looking, they're looking like about 80% of our offertory income. Now bear in mind the offertory income has declined a little bit, but money is coming in for specific funds that people know what that money is going to. So maybe it's not surprising that the personal costs become more of a percentage of the offertory income. SPB is uh, hovering around 50%. We reckon it's been up to 60, 40, uh, 48, 50%. So the, the bill is, as it were, shared proportionately in some way. We have a formula so that the St. Philippinese community uh, bears its share of the, of the of the costs of the parish, so you know that we don't think that I think it's reasonably fair. This community bearing about eighty uh, percent, SPB bearing something like fifty percent. Total average operating expenses per month, OLPH is about twenty thousand dollars a month to run the parish. SPB uh, running around five thousand dollars a month to run the parish. It was more. Uh, to December 2020 um, because we had some additional expenses uh, there. This is total months operating expenses on hand. The Archdiocese has a policy that we must have at least three months operating expenses in savings and investments. So that should something happen and we flatline, we can keep going, all right, for three, at least three months. Well, OLPH, when these figures were put together, uh, looks like we had about 30 months, 31 months of uh, operating costs in saving expenses. So two and a half years. In other words, if you stop giving, we, we could still go, keep going for two and a half years on current expenses uh, basis. Whereas St. Philippinese has been declining. We've been having to take money out of saving investments to, to keep St. Philip and Easy going. And when these figures uh, were done, well, we're looking at the end of June this year that they might have 1.7 months of operating expenses left. So if things don't change there, they'll run out of money in the coming uh, financial year, uh, July 21 to June 22. All right, so it's quite very, very, yes, yeah, risky, isn't it? Mass attendance at old pH, for a few years there, was climbing a bit. 2017 came back down to 539, 2018, 483, 2019, 480. At SPB, climbed a bit in 2016, so similar pattern there, but then started declining, and at the last count in 2019, 135. Okay, so it's 2019 years. We don't have the 2020 figure uh, there. Okay, finally, um, offertory re revenue per mass attendee. Uh, we, we think that um, well, 20, year ending June 2019, uh, the people of Our Lady of Perpetual Help, on average, were giving $344 each per annum. We're thinking that it might be about $357 each 
per annum. Do you know how many days there are in the year? Of course you do. So currently we're talking less than a dollar a day per person to the parish, on average. Right? We are giving less than a dollar a day to the offertory in this parish. I know people are giving to particular funds as well, which is, is another source of income for us, but just to have that in mind, okay? St. Philip and Easy, um, looking at possibly just $269 by the end of June this year, but $204 the year ending 2019, so less, you know? Um, and that's uh, a big figure of 70 cents a day per parishioner at uh, St. Philip and Easy being given to, to the community. All right? We need to do something. <laughs> okay. So what does, this, what does this mean? To meet a balanced ba budget and to avoid using savings, we, uh, Our Lady Perpetual Help, uh, need to um, increase our uh, giving by uh, 50%. Again, I know there's money coming in in other ways, and I haven't done the calculations to see how that works, okay? But um, just, just speaking about offertories, uh, we, we as a community need to increase our giving, our average giving by 50%. So if you are giving that average of, if you're, if you're average parishioner giving 357 a year, that will mean that you would ask you to think of increasing it to 535 a year, um, which is $44 a month, $10 a week, $1.50 a day, which is about half a tall cafe latte at Starbucks. I never go to Starbucks. No Dutch brothers don't buy my coffee there because I can make it far cheaper at home. Um, but I can tell you that uh, on Friday I went shopping um, to replenish my pantry and 96 cents bought me four mushrooms. All right, so it gives you an idea of what, what that is. You know, so $1.50 a day it would, is what you would be giving if you were average parishioner increasing uh, by, by 50%. Um, for St. Philip and Easy, they've got a steeper hill to climb. Just to meet a balanced budget, they need to increase their offertories by 120%. So that's more than double. So if, they're, if a parishioner there who's giving the average of $260 annually, which is 70 cents a day, needs to think about increasing from 260 to $572 a year, which is $50 a month, $11 a week, $1.60 a day, which still won't buy you a Starbucks tall cafe latte, I think. I'm not sure what the prices are. And even then, they won't be building up the reserve. So they need to give more if they're going to build up a reserve so that they, they're back to that three months um, cushion, if you like. Now, of course, there are, there's some are giving much more than that average, and God bless them for doing that if they're able to do so. 
Um, others are giving less than the average. Some may not be giving at all. And it's not about the amount, but it's the sacrifice uh, that counts. And I'd like us all to consider that sacrifice aspect. I'd like, so I'd like all, all of us to ask the Holy Spirit to guide us in this, to actually think how much should I be giving, whether to the offertory or whether to the sp specific funds that I'm letting you know about in, in the parish. There is the scriptural custom of tithing, in other words, giving a tenth of one's income. You might have different ways of calculating that, but one would be to use the figure at your tax return, you know, the adjusted gross income divided by 10 and say, that's not mine. That belongs to God. What I do is I, that's what I do, and I have a separate, different bank account, and I put my tithing into that bank account and use that. But then other things come during the year. You know, you get a COVID payment. Um, maybe you need it, but if you don't, think, hey, what do I do with this? Maybe a tenth of that or even all of it could go to, to the parish. Um, and other things come your way, if they do. Anyway, to think about that, because grace has come from, from tithing. Uh, it's sacrificial. It's uh, something which is clear. Uh, and um, the Lord does not uh, fail to reward us. So think about that. In prayer, when you, when you ask the Holy Spirit to ask to, to tell you, what you are to give. Remember, our Lord promises today because we have been made his friends and he's appointed us to go and bear fruit. Whatever you ask the Father in my name, he will give you. Ask him to tell you what you should be giving and then pledge that amount. Be determined to give it. I would ask you, if you're not doing so, to please use the envelopes or some other trackable way of giving. Not so that I know what you're giving, but it's a way of saying, here I am, parishioner. I am putting my, plow, my shoulder to the plow here. I am doing my bit. I'm a committed family member here. And this is what I am offering. <clears throat> if it's a dollar a week, fantastic. If that's what you can give, put it in the envelope and that's fine that's your contribution if it's ten dollars a week put it on the envelope that's fine if it's two hundred and fifty dollars a week put it in the envelope that's fine you will not get a great bigger pat on the back for giving two hundred and fifty dollars a week than for giving one dollar a week because if God is telling you to give that, you've, you've got to give it. It's a duty that you have to give it. So please consider using these, or pay by check, which has your name and address on it, or donate online in a way that we can identify. Um, and uh, there are many ways you can do that. You can even, while you're in church, I allow you to use your cell phone to scan those codes that are in the bulletin now and you can donate right now in the offertory anytime that you want to um, or use PayPal um, I've discovered that if I give a, if I if I make a payment to pastor at olphc 
cg.net, which is not me, by the way. It's my email address, but the money goes straight to the parish bank. Um, and I designate pastor at olphcg.net as a, as a friend. Then they don't take the 1.6% or whatever it is. It's, the parish gets it all, and instantly. So there are all sorts of ways of giving, all right? So, or set up a monthly bill payment from your checking account so that, that your bank will mail a check to us from your account free of charge and we get it. The great way, one, one benefit of this is that uh, we know what we can depend on uh, for income. Um, but also, as I say, it's a means of each one of us uh, saying, I'm part of this, I'm on the team, and this is what I can give, this is what the Holy Spirit is telling me to give. If you don't have envelopes or you're not using another um, you know, accounting, accountable way of giving, please use one of these today and fill in your name and address and we can prepare envelopes for you. I'd like us just to think about what we could do if, just as the Holy Spirit was poured out upon that family, Cornelius's family, and as was poured, he was poured out upon the church at Pentecost, what could be done if we poured into this parish? What could be done? People, someone told me who was visiting recently, you know, people go to a parish where there are things happening. If there's, uh, uh, you know, classes for, for kids, if there's par par activities for parents, if there's, you know, all kinds of things going on, that's where they like to go. And what could happen if, for example, I was able to appoint full-time staff to the mission of evangelization and forming disciples of Christ here? Or I was able to convince the archdiocese to send us another priest. And we said, yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll support that. What could be done here? Families visited, more talks given, the sick visited more, more regularly, formation activities, all kinds of things, okay? This parish could really go even, do even more than it is now. And of course, I want to upgrade the parish, I want to improve it, make, chain, you know, make improvements to the sanctuary and to the church fabric as well. So I ask, all, I ask that the Holy Spirit will, 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 will inspire all of us, that each one of us will take time uh, to pray, to think about what it is the Holy Spirit would like us to achieve here. What can I do to make that happen? By pouring myself into this parish, whether with my time, with my talent, and yes, with my, with my treasure. There will be a meeting at St. Philip Benizi on May 14th at 6.30 p.m., and you are all very welcome to come to that. It could be that uh, if the people there pour into St. Philip Benizi, something great can happen there. It could be that we say, you know, we want to pour into Cresswell. And so there's something good happens there. Or it could be that, say, you know, no, we, we consolidate, pour into here, so that something good can happen in Cresswell. Thank you.
and elsewhere uh, in this quite large parish territorially. May Mary, uh, spouse of the Holy Spirit, uh, intercede for us.